0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm here in South Florida. Let me know where you're coming in from. I've got a church here. It's called Awakening House of Prayer. We've actually got four churches in the nations, 250 plus prayer hubs, and lots of houses of prayer. But if you're in South Florida, guys, come on over and visit me. We have two opportunities on Sundays for you to encounter God and get equipped. 10:47 a.m. and 1:30 p.m. Two different messages, and we are almost out of space in that first service. So get there early. Hint. Hint, hint. Get on over there, 1047 a.m., one thirty p.m. If you are not in South Florida, you can watch our first service online at ahop.online. Ahop.online. Our second service is only available at schoolofthespirit.tv because actually the second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. Prophetic worship, we're waiting for you to join in the fun where the Holy Spirit moves and Christ is exalted every single day. We got to remind you of a brand, or tell you, announce to you, a brand new resource. It's just up right now on schoolofthespirit.tv. It's called Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit, and I'll talk to you more about that later, but it's way more than just a teaching on the gifts. We go far beyond that because I want to see you moving in the Holy Ghost like I move in the Holy Ghost and beyond how I move in the Holy Ghost. So we're going to talk more about that later, but you can get over there, schoolofthespirit.tv and use your special code just for you. It's only for you. This is exclusive for you. The code is mornings. It's just for you. I created it just for you because I love you and I want you to get equipped and press in to your destiny and your high calling. Amen. God is so good. Today's devotion is from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled Always Look To me. Always look to me. And here's what I heard the Lord say Stay focused on me and only me. Your detractors will come whispering accusations. Look to me. Your adversaries will come trumpeting lies. Look to me. Your friends will come with words that cannot comfort you. Look to me. Your family will misunderstand you. Look to me. Some will hate you for Christ's sake. Look to me. Father will vindicate you in due time. Look to me in the meantime, says the spirit of the living God. That is so good. That is so, so good. I love it. John 15, 18, Isaiah 58, Psalm 42, 2 through 4. I'm sorry, Psalm 4, verse 2 through 4 are the scripture references. Now the prayer starter from the devotional There are so many distractions in the world. There are so many voices demanding my attention. Help me to sort through it all. Help me to be still and listen for your leading. Help me not to take matters into my own hands. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we praise you this morning. We honor your name because you are the God who created us. And you created us for purpose. You created us in your image. You created us for greatness, to glorify your name. You created us to advance your purposes in the earth. You created us to love you, to know you, and to make you known. You created us to preach your gospel, to be part of the solution, to be the answer to the world's problems, because Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we honor you today. We love you. We Exalt you today above everything, above all things, above our own emotions. We exalt you above our own emotions, our fickle emotions, our up and down roller coaster emotions, our happy today, angry tomorrow emotions. We exalt you and we give you the reins of our heart. God, we give you the reins of our heart. Lord, we say our heart is in your hands. Turn it whichever way you will. We are submitted to you and only you. Surrender to you and only you. We serve you and only you. Help us. God, pour out your grace upon us, that empowerment that enables us to obey you, to walk in your word to walk in your precepts, to walk in love, to walk in peace, to walk in joy. God, we want to walk with you because we know that when we walk with you, <laughs> all of these other things come along with the walk. Peace comes with the God walk. Love comes with the God walk. An awareness of his sacrificial undying love for us comes with the God walk. Father, would you help us to take the God walk? There's no fear in the God walk. Come on. There's no anxiety in the God walk. Help us to walk with you like Adam and Eve once walked with you in the cool of the day. No barriers, no boundaries, perfect intimacy. There's no fear in the God walk. There's no anxiety in the God walk. There's no depression in the God walk. Come on. There's joy in the God walk. Help us, Lord, to walk with you. How can two walk together unless they are agreed? Amos, the prophet, said those words so succinctly, a principle of the kingdom. How can two walk together unless they are agreed? Would you show us, God, how or where or why or in what way we do not agree with you? In what way we have taken the bait of the enemy? In what way we have believed and swallowed the lies of the wicked one? We don't want to walk the fear walk. We want to walk the God walk. There's no fear in the God walk. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. There is no fear in love. Fear has torment. We don't want to walk in torment anymore. We don't want to walk in anxiety anymore. We don't want to walk in aggression and anger and hostility and unforgiveness anymore. That is not part of the God walk. That is not part of our portion. That is not part of our destiny. There's no grace to walk in unforgiveness. There's no grace to walk in bitterness. There's no grace to walk in hostility. That's why so many of us, God, are worn out, beat down, worn down, torn down. Because we didn't come in agreement with you about who you are, who we are, what you've promised, what you want to do, what you've already did. Help us to get back into agreement with your heart. We want the God walk. We want the peace of God that passes all understanding, that guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We want that walk. We don't want the walk of torment, the walk of turmoil, the walk of trauma, the walk of drama. We've had enough of that, and we say no longer will we submit ourselves to a lie. No longer will we submit ourselves to our flesh. Come on. We don't want the flesh walk. We want the God walk. Come on, we don't want the flesh walk. We want the God walk. We don't want the carnal walk. We don't want the walk of our imaginations where we're, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Oh my goodness, what if I do this? And what if they don't do that? And what happens now? And ah, we don't want the, uh, the, the fear walk. We want we want the God walk. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Help us, Lord, to get the revelation that the closer we get to you, the less, the fewer undesirable emotions the fewer undesirable consequences the fewer undesirable decisions the fewer undesirable issues that we're going to face in this life the closer that we get to you the the less drama and trauma we're going to experience because we're going to hear your voice we're going to follow your spirit we're going to know your will we're going to make better decisions we're going to understand more quicker Help us, God. We want to walk the God walk. The enemy tries to tempt us off that narrow path. The enemy tries, oh, he's so good. He's so subtle. He's not good. He's bad. He's bad, but he's so good at tempting us. He's expert at tempting us off the narrow path. So the enemy is expert at tempting us off the narrow path. You've told us to walk down the narrow path that leads to life. And he is expert. He's subtle. He's clever. He's crafty. God, your word speaks about the wiles of the enemy. He's wily. He's expert in his temptations. He watches us. He sees our weaknesses. He understands what we're likely to fall for in a moment of weakness. Father, we want to walk the God walk. We don't want to walk down that broad path that leads to destruction. We don't want to allow ourselves to be tempted off that narrow path onto a broad path that leads to destruction. Would you help us, Lord, to shore up our weaknesses? Would you cleanse us, Lord, from all unrighteousness? Would you help us, Lord, to see what we've not seen before so we can go where we've not been before? God, we want the God walk. Come on, who wants the God walk today? the walk of purpose, the walk of power, the walk of healing, the walk of deliverance, Jesus. We want the God walk. We reject every lie of the enemy in Jesus' name. And we embrace the truth. God, would you make us lovers of the truth? Would you help us to see where we have believed a lie, where we are believing a lie? Would you help us to discern the lies the enemy is trying to get us to accept before we accept them? Make us lovers of the truth. Oh, God, we don't know what we don't know and we can't see what you can't see. But you know all things and you see all things. You're omniscient and omnipotent. You are everywhere all the time and you're all powerful. We want to walk the God walk. The walk of power, the walk of presence, the walk of peace, the walk of joy, the walk of healing, the walk of deliverance, the walk of prosperity. We don't want to walk the poverty walk. We want to walk the prosperity walk. We don't want to walk the strife walk. We want to walk the unity walk. Jesus, help us adjust our walk. Come on. Help us, God, to adjust our walk. We keep tripping up over our own emotions. We trip up over our own fatigue. We trip ourselves up over our own biases, our own preferences, the way we want it. God, we don't want our way anymore. We lay that down. We want your way. Some of us have just tried so hard to get our way, our way, our way. We want our way. We want our way. No, God, no more. We want your way. I was reading this morning how Abraham and Lot they had so much land. I mean they had so many so much prosperity their cattle all of their animals and there wasn't enough grass to feed them all. And Abraham and said let there not be strife between us. You pick whatever part of the land you want and I'll take the rest. And Abraham took the high road. Lot took what he wanted. Lot took the advantage, what he thought was the advantage. Lot took the land that looked to be better watered, to be greener, to be more prosperous. Lot should have deferred to Abraham because Abraham gave him everything he had. But Lot was selfish. He didn't walk the God walk, he didn't humble himself. He didn't choose the high road. Lot chose the best land. Abraham chose the high road. I said, Lot chose what appeared to be the best land. From a natural perspective, it appeared to be the better lot, the better parcel, the better acreage. It appeared that way from the natural eyes. But Abraham said, you take it. You take what you want, and I'll take the rest, because Abraham knew that taking the high road was better than taking what looked like the best land. And guess what? It didn't turn out to be the best land. Lot's life ended in a bad way. Trauma, drama. Over and over again, he kept stepping into problems. Father, we want to take the high road. We don't want to take the path that leads to what looks like the best land. We want what you think is the best land. We don't want to take the path that looks like it benefits us most. We want to take the path that you know benefits us the most. We don't want to continue to look at life through the eyes of of, of man, through natural eyes, through... uh, uh, Eyes of man's wisdom. We want to see life through your eyes so that we can always take the high road, which is always the best road, even if another road looks like the better road. We want to defer to others, honoring one another, walking in love, not demanding our own rights because humility has no rights. We want the God walk. We don't want to be selfish, but we want to be selfless, preferring others. We want to walk in love like Jesus walked in love. We want the God walk. Help us, Lord, to correct our walk. Whatever we're tripping over, whatever we're tripping over, whatever whatever we have allowed on our path that continues to trip us up, would you show us Because so many times, Lord, we think that it's the enemy that put a stumbling block in our path. And sometimes it is the enemy who put a stumbling block in our path. Sometimes it is an assignment. Sometimes it is a snare. Sometimes it is a pit. Sometimes it is a hole. Sometimes it is the enemy that laid a trap for us along our path. But sometimes it's our own flesh we trip over and sometimes it's our own ideologies we trip over and sometimes it's our own unforgiveness we trip over and our own fear that we trip over. And yeah, the enemy got in there somewhere and introduced some of these things, but we're the one that took the bait and we're the one that believed the lies. So forgive us, Lord, today for believing the enemy's lies over the truth of your word that sets us free and keeps us free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty There is liberty in the God walk. We want the God walk. Help us, Lord, adjust our walk. Examine our hearts, God, and show us if there be any wicked way in us. Cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. If we want something, anything more than you, confront us with this unfortunate reality that we would put another God before you. We want your way. Your ways are higher than our ways. That's why we want to take the high road because the high road is where your highways are. Your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Your dreams are higher than our dreams. We want to live in that plane. We want to stand on that mountain. We want to dwell in that realm, in the realm of the highways of God, the high thoughts of God. So Father, help us to Correct our walk. Help us to correct our mind. Help us to correct our mouths. Help us, Lord, to to remember to say the same thing about us that you say about us, even when we don't feel like it's true, even when our flesh is crying out, even when our unrenewed mind is demanding an alternative consequence or solution. Help us to remember who we are so that we can walk accurately in the spirit, so that we can walk righteously in the natural being those living epistles, making people hungry and thirsty for Christ, to know the God that we know, to know the God that we serve, to serve the God that we serve. Your ways are higher than our ways, and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And we want the highways of God. We want to walk with you. We want to run with you. We don't want to be on the wrong side of God. We don't want to be propagating lies in our own mind, meditating and Renewing our mind with lies. See, that's how the enemy works. There's a, a, there's a war for There's a battle for your mind. And there's a war for your heart. Who's going to renew your mind today? Who's going to renew your mind today? Is God's word going to renew your mind today? Or is the enemy's word going to renew your mind today? That's a reality. It's always happening. Something or someone is always working to renew your mind There's a battle for your mind and a war for your heart. And if the enemy can take your mind, he can influence your heart. And then you begin to act in ways that don't glorify your beautiful savior. So father, would you help us today to be cognizant, to recognize that you are high above the circle of the earth and your ways are higher than our ways. And we want our mind renewed to your ways and to your thoughts. So we submit our hearts to you. We submit our minds to you. We submit our thoughts to you. We submit our ways to you. We submit everything we have and everything we are to you. And we resist every enemy force, every weapon, every demon power, every manifestation of the flesh. We resist that and we say we will be led by the Holy Spirit. Our spirit will follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. We will do that. That is our declaration. That is our... Commitment. I remember Paul said once, Paul the Apostle said something that we need to remember. Paul the Apostle said, I die daily. It is a daily decision. So, Father, help us to make this decision today and then help us to make it again tomorrow and then help us to make it again the day after that and the day after that in every day of our lives that we will crucify our flesh, that we will not live for ourselves, but that we will live for you. It is not, Paul said this, it is not I who live, but Christ lives in me. We live and move and have our being in Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that you are our protector. The God walk offers protection. You are our provider. The God walk offers provision. You are our deliverer. The God walk offers deliverance. You are our healer. The God walk. That is where we find healing on the path of the God walk. So, Father, we choose today to walk in your spirit. We choose today The God walk. We choose today to serve you, to love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. There is no other choice, not really. Yes, sure, we could choose a different path, but why would we? We signed up to serve you. We signed up for eternal life. We said yes to your generous spirit, and we will keep saying yes. We will keep saying yes. We love you. We thank you for who you are, for what you've done, for what you're going to do, and for what you're doing, even in this very moment, you are so generous. And we give you praise and honor for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let's keep praying. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Share this with somebody if you think it's going to help them. Hit that share button right quick while I take my water, and I take my coffee, and we're going to pray through this issue of what the enemy doesn't want you to see. Listen, your eyes are going to open up really wide in these next few minutes, and you're going to walk out of this uh, broadcast today with greater faith, greater hope, greater strength than you had when you came in. However strong you were coming in, I know many of you are so strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know who you are. You're going to get an upgrade today. So get begin to pray in the spirit. We want the God walk. Begin to share this with somebody. going to help if you're just coming in you've not shared it with somebody this is a broadcast for the record books because God is recording our words of devotion to him when we say yes we submit to him he loves that angels are recording these things you know God is good all the time the Lord showed me something yesterday and he put it to me in a way that made all the sense in the world of course God always makes all the sense in the world doesn't he (laughs) see, there's something the enemy doesn't want you to see. And if you can see this, it'll so change your perspective and supercharge your faith that you won't go back into that pit where you came from, the depression, the anger, discouragement. If you can see what the enemy doesn't want you to see, you're going to have more confidence, more peace, more love for your brothers and sisters. Some of you won't be so cranky. What is it? What is it that the enemy doesn't want you to see? Here's here it is. It's very simple. This is not deep. The enemy doesn't want you to see the big picture. Catch that. This will change your life if you'll let it. Listen, the enemy doesn't want you to see the big picture. He wants you to make a mountain out of every molehill. He wants you to make a big detail, a big deal out of a small detail. He doesn't want you to see the big picture. Why? Because if you can see the big picture, the big picture brings faith. If you can see the big picture, the big picture brings hope. If you can see the big picture, the big picture will give you courage. What is the big picture? The big picture is that this warfare that you're going through, that you think is just about to kill you, it's strengthening you. The onslaught of the enemy that you've experienced in this past season, where everything that seems to be... Able to go wrong does go wrong. God's going to make it right. He's going to make the crooked places straight. That is the big picture. The big picture is no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against you shall be proven to be wrong. It shall be condemned. That is the big picture in the middle of the warfare. If you can keep your eye on that prize, that promise, you will endure. You will not faint. In the day of adversity, your strength will not fade and fail, but you will rise up in the power of God's might and push back the darkness, and you will see the victory in the battle. The big picture here is the warfare will strengthen you. I know many of you have been going through trial after trial after trial after trial after trial. trial. I went through three years of ongoing, never-ending trials. And then after that, it started to taper off a little bit. Here's the thing. The big picture is the trial is perfecting your faith. Stop looking at the warfare and look at the weapon. Stop looking at the trial and start looking at the outcome. This is going to perfect your faith. God is setting you up for a promotion. The test usually comes before the promotion. The trial often comes to get you to quit before you rise to a new level in Christ. The big picture is this trial is perfecting your faith. The enemy does not want you to see the big picture. He wants you to get all wrapped up in the details, the minutia, the noisy neighbor, the annoying colleague at work, the cranky spouse, the screaming kids. If you can see the big picture, you can stay in peace. The big picture is this is all temporary. This is all Eternity is a long time, honey. This is all temporary. This will all pass. This too shall pass. It really will. It may have been years. I went through three years of hell. But guess what? It's over now. This is all temporary. The big picture is God will not allow more to come on you than you can bear. And I know you don't want to hear that in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a drama, in the midst of a trauma, in the midst of a warfare. God will not allow more to come on you than you can bear obviously he thinks a lot of you he thinks you're pretty strong he knows you're pretty strong cuz he dwells in you and he's strengthening you more than you know more than you know that's the big picture the big picture is romans 8:28 God works all things together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That's the big picture. So keep loving God and keep fighting the devil. That's the big picture. The big picture is what the enemy meant for harm. God will turn for good. He's going to turn it all around. Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I promise you it's going to be okay. If you still have breath in your lungs, you have a praise in your mouth, release it into the heavens and let your atmosphere shift until you see the situation shift. Just because your situation is yucky doesn't mean you're atmosphere over your life has to be yucky you can walk in praise you can walk the God walk even when you're walking in the trial the big picture is love and his love for you the big picture is hope the big picture is faith so father today would you help us to see the big picture would you help us Lord to stop getting stuck in the weeds To stop getting caught up in things that have no eternal value. To stop getting so upset that we waste our half of our day, all of our day, all, all our weekend, arguing, fighting, being depressed and anxious, laying in bed that don't get up. And oh, Jesus, help us, Lord, to break these cycles. Show us the big picture. Show us the big picture. Help us, remind us to look at the big picture I know many of you are going through all kinds of things. I've been through all kinds of things. I am sympathetic, but the better part of this is that we have a high priest who is compassionate and sympathetic toward us. He knows he walked through trials too, probably worse ones than we ever did or we ever will. We love you and we thank you, Father, for eyes to see the big picture. We thank you, Lord. We love you because you are able to open our eyes to your reality because the enemy surely loves to open our eyes to his reality, to his thievery, to his destruction. But we were, we will not continue to look at what the enemy shows us. We will look at your word. We will look at your beauty and we will walk the God walk. That is our portion. That is our commitment. We're going to take a deep breath and we're going to walk with you in the cool of the day. We will no longer allow ourselves to be distracted, to make a bigger deal out of a small thing, to derail our day or our week over something someone said or didn't say, did or didn't do. We love you. You are our Savior, and we're going to look for the big picture. When fear comes, we're going to look and see, Lord, why is the enemy trying to scare me out of this decision? Why is the enemy trying... God doesn't have a spirit of fear. Look at the big picture when fear comes. The enemy's trying to stop you. Fear has a meaning. What is the message that it's sending? When you feel depressed, God doesn't have any depression to give you. What message is that emotion sending you? What is really wrong? Look at the big picture. That's not your portion. The moment we are in fear or anxiety or depression, in that moment, for that moment, we stopped trusting God. We lost sight of the big picture that God is love, that he won't let more come on us than we can bear, that no weapon formed against us can prosper, that he's making the crooked places straight, that he sees the end from the beginning, and he has a future and a hope for you that defies all expectations of your heart. So, Father, we thank you. We love you today. You are a good, good Father. We exalt you as such. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God! Isn't God good? Come on, isn't He good? Isn't He good? We got it. We got to remember all this in the time we live in. It's just gonna—you know—there is gonna be a lot of those of you who are walking the earth today. We're gonna see a lot. I am not trying to be doomy and gloomy. We're gonna see a lot more stuff that we don't want to see. It's because of the times we live in. There is wars, rumors of wars, pestilences, famines—all these things. We have to see the big picture, or we will lose our courage. All of you know people who need prayer and that would benefit from this broadcast. So share it with somebody. That's how you can help. The second way you can help is by becoming part of my prayer army at prayforjennifer.com. Then if you want to sow into the ministry, I'll tell you how to do that. But I know many of you ask every day. So this is the time that I do that. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. You can use the cash app is dollar sign. I am Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give text the word pray 754-701-2161. Seven five four seven zero one two one six one. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You want to mail something in the mail. God is good. And get on that mailing list at JenniferLeClaire.org. Or text the word profit to 555 555- Eight eight eight. Text the word prophet. P R O P H E T. At five 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 eight eight eight. We stand together. That is right. It's time to put some things to rest. Refocus our hearts and move up higher. God bless you. Have a great day. I will see you on tomorrow morning. You have gifts. God expects you to use them.